0: Welcome to MI Insider, a show where Mercer Islanders give their perspectives on issues here at home and across the world. I'm Miles Aviles, and my goal is to highlight the people behind the headlines. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of MI Insider. I'm Miles Aviles and I'm gonna be flying solo on today's episode. So it's currently late May and for me as a senior, my graduation date is on June 13th. So this means that I have less than a month left of school and so given this on today's episode, I wanted to kind of reflect on my high school experiences and the things that I've learned, uh, thank the people that helped me through it and just generally give my advice to the underclassmen on how they can make the most out of their high school experience. So my freshman year of high school was in 2019. And the thing about freshman year is it's, it's just a really exciting time to be in the high school because everything is new. You have a new building, new classes, new friends, new experiences. You can go to football games and you just feel more grown up than when you were in middle school. Freshman year is also a great time to experiment with trying different things because academically it's generally pretty easy. I actually did three sports in my freshman year. I did cross country and track. I did those in middle school as well so that wasn't Too different, but it was definitely a step up in commitment. In cross country, you have to run 5Ks instead of, I think, a 3K, which is in middle school. And the practices are just much further running, much greater intensity, and the group is just closer together overall. But the third sport I did in winter was wrestling, and that was the first and the last year that I did wrestling. (laughs) Wrestling was a lot of fun, but it's easily the hardest physical activity or honestly just one of the hardest things I've ever done. In the practices they crank up the room temperature to probably 75 or 80 degrees and so you have two hours of very intense physical activity and on top of that you're just sweating like crazy one thing that's interesting about wrestling is the weight requirements and entering the season after cross-country which doesn't really build muscle much i came into the season at about 135 pounds and so going into each match you were expected to be at the weight that you were signed up for so Since I entered the season at 135 pounds, I was signed up to wrestle every time at 135 pounds. So if I showed up to the match at 136 pounds or something, I think I would have been penalized or maybe not been able to wrestle. But I think what happened was that throughout the course of the season, I built muscle. And so to stay below 135 pounds, I needed to lose that in other areas. So I really had to focus on eating a lot less, especially close to the days of my match and oftentimes I would have to run up and down my driveway. It's a long driveway on a steep hill wearing probably like four or five layers so that I could sweat out extra weight. And meanwhile, my family is just looking at me like I'm crazy because I was relatively in shape. I was pretty skinny. And so I didn't have much weight to lose. (laughs) And keep in mind that I simply could have chosen to just go up a weight class. But for some reason that never got into my head. I think I was worried that people would be like stronger at the next weight class above. So I wanted to stay where I was, but looking back, I think that all of that weight management stuff actually made me weaker when the time for the event came. And so I would kind of get these little minor injuries quite often or or just feel weak going into the matches. So yeah, I don't know how applicable that is for your average listener, but hey, if you're doing wrestling, don't starve yourself. But getting back on track, Freshman year was a really awesome year and probably my favorite just because of all the newness and excitement of the school. And one teacher I want to thank from my freshman year is my English teacher, Miss Stafford. She's always been so kind and supportive and she makes learning in her classroom environment really fun. The class discussions were always really cool and being in her class made me feel safe and secure. And I think a lot of students who've had her could relate to that. But towards the end of my freshman year was when COVID-19, the pandemic started. I remember them saying we were going to be out for maybe a couple weeks, but I think school was actually canceled for around a month. And of course, the pandemic and online school lasted much longer than that. And I'm just going to say it. Freshman year was the golden era of the pandemic. No one you knew really had it. You were just excited to be away from school. (laughs) I remember me and my friend started a running club during the early stages when we didn't know how serious it was going to be. And when we did get back to online school, everyone just got A's for free, so that was fun. But moving into my sophomore year was when it really got bad. Online school after a while just got so monotonous and boring, and it seemed that in a lot of classes, not much learning was going on. There was one class I remember where we took tests and the tests were open internet. And it wasn't even like the tests were analytical or you giving your opinion or analyzing something. It was just recalling facts that you could look up online. (laughs) So teachers definitely lowered their expectations quite a bit during this time period. But a couple teachers I want to shout out that didn't lower their expectations were Ms. Seely and Ms. Rinlob, which was an English world history block class. They still required you to do plenty of assignments, plenty of textbook reading. And the biggest thing was that during the classes, they graded on participation, which meant that you got marked down if you had your camera off, where you were just not engaging. So while many classes that I took in that time, everyone had their cameras off, no one spoke when the teachers asked questions. In this class, everyone was very engaged, cameras on, raising their hands, and it just felt like a sliver of normalcy in a time that was very much not that. And I found myself looking forward to going to this class every day. Another thing that really helped was sports when it started back up. They did cross country practices in pods of five or six people starting in the spring, and then we had a mini cross-country and track season, so that was one of the things that allowed me to retain some sense of sanity. And when we came back in person to school fully in my junior year, I was surprised at how quickly it returned to normal. I would say people were more antisocial for the first couple weeks, but after that it was just right back to how we left off in freshman year. I think the people that suffered more from COVID were probably the younger generations, like people who were in kindergarten and first grade when the pandemic started because they really missed out on some foundational social skills that they're supposed to be building at that age i think but aside from that my junior year was a pretty typical year i'd say i want to shout out miss adsit who was my pre-calc and statistics teacher so took a lot of math that year but i really appreciate how she taught and the care that she had for her students i would come in often to ask questions if i didn't understand something with the unit circle or a statistics concept and she was always so patient and supportive. And I actually enjoyed her statistics class so much that I am planning to study statistics in college. So yeah, big thanks to Ms. Adsit and I highly recommend taking statistics to anyone who's in high school. If nothing else, it's a good way to see how math can be applied to realistic scenarios. And that brings me to my senior year where I think the biggest thing I'd like to mention is my radio involvement. So this year I was given the role of news director So as you've seen, that's come with a lot of interviewing, a lot of different types of people, doing newscasts on 88.9 The Bridge's morning show, Breakfast on the Bridge, and just finding creative ways to incorporate the news into the station. A teacher I'd like to highlight from this year is my AP Calculus teacher, Miss Yoder. Calc is a very difficult curriculum, and she did a good job of simplifying the content and making it all build on top of itself. So that's been my high school experience, and now I want to get into the advice that I would give underclassmen and the things that I've learned through my four years of high school. My first piece of advice is that you should always be doing something that you want to do outside of school. Not something that your parents want to do or that you feel obligated to do, but something that you genuinely enjoy doing. And I think you'll find that it even makes your academics go better. You just can't dedicate your whole life to school. There has to be something else that's keeping you going when school isn't doing great. Just something to look forward to every day. That being said, my second piece of advice is that if you're no longer enjoying a hobby or activity, don't feel the need to keep going on with it. As I've mentioned earlier, I've always been a runner. But before this last cross-country season, I was really dreading the start of the season. I had a really crowded schedule with radio and school. And more than that, I just didn't enjoy running distance or racing in the meets anymore. So even though running had been a big part of my identity for every year from middle school up until then, I decided to not do my final year of cross country. And this allowed me to step up my involvement in other things, like for example, radio this year. I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of the things I did, especially in the first semester, if I was doing cross country as well. So basically what I'm saying is that life is just too short and there are too many options you have to justify doing the same thing over and over that you clearly don't enjoy. So if a hobby or activity isn't bringing you happiness anymore, it might be time to try something new. Most of your best experiences will come from trying different things and not doing the same old, same old. You'll meet a bunch of new people, make way more memories, and just be a more well-rounded person overall now for some academic advice in high school it's very important that you develop good study habits and i think the biggest thing that people struggle with is not procrastinating and getting their work done in an efficient manner a good way to manage your workload is to write down all the upcoming assignments that you have and decide on what you want to do for that day it's good to take a break after school or sports but when you've started studying you need to make sure that you have no distractions This means that your phone should definitely be in another room if that's something that easily distracts you. I promise you'll get a lot more work done and feel better about yourself afterwards. You're also gonna need to find ways to de-stress yourself when you're going through tough assignments. One way I found that works for me is by going on short walks through my neighborhood to get some sunlight and take a mental break from whatever I'm doing. So I think that's all the advice I have for people entering high school right now. And I wanted to take some time to talk about what I'll be doing after high school. In the fall, I'll be attending the University of Washington, where I'll hopefully be majoring in statistics. My initial reason for having UW on my college list was because it's known as a very good school at an affordable cost. And that's definitely a big reason why I decided to go there. But since then, I've also really fallen in love with the campus. It's just such a beautiful area with trees and grass, the new buildings look great, the historical ones are awesome. And also for being a big school, it also has a pretty small core area. So you can walk to all your classes pretty easily. And it's also going to be interesting going to college so close to where I live. I'm thinking it will kind of feel like a summer camp because I'll have some of my friends that are also going to UW and I won't actually be that far from my parents, but I'll still feel a sense of independence like I'm living my own life. So, all in all, I'm excited for the future, and excited to meet new friends and try new things. But I'll of course always look fondly on my time at MIHS and all that I learned, and all the people that helped me along the way. And I know you're wondering, is this the last ever episode of MI Insider? To that I say, I don't know. I hope you enjoyed the show. To listen to more episodes like this, you can visit the 88.9 The Bridge website and look for the MI Insider podcast. But for now, I'm Miles Aviles and you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge.